Tis the season for urgency. Tis the season for urgency. Uh, the reason why Jesus came and the reason why we celebrate Christmas is because of the urgency of it, of the message that we need to get out. And so I want to share some thoughts with you, but before I share those thoughts with you, uh, I'm going to take you to 2 Timothy chapter 4 in verse 2, and let's look at it together if you would. You can look up on the screen. Uh, it says this, I'm reading it out of the Amplified Bible. It says, Herald and preach the word. Notice here that it has an explanation mark. It doesn't mean be casual about it. We need to be aggressive about it. There needs to be an urgency about it, about preaching the word. It goes on to say, keep your sense of urgency, stand by, be at hand, be ready, whether the opportunity seems to be favorable or unfavorable, whether it is convenient or inconvenient, whether it is welcome or unwelcome, you, are to, you, you as a preacher of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong. And it goes on to say, and convince them, rebuking, correcting, warning, urging, and encouraging them, being unflagging and inexhaustible in patience and teaching. So that pretty much covers it, right? Yeah. That pretty much says we need to be urgent about getting this message out. What message is it talking about? That Jesus came to this earth. He came to redeem mankind, young and old, every man, every woman, every child here on the face of this earth. He came to do something that we could not do. And that's to pay a price that we couldn't pay. And that is a price for our sins. And so I want to just share with you three thoughts today and why tis the season for urgency. Number one, because we are hopelessly lost without God. How many of you understand that? We're hopelessly lost without God. First Thessalonians says this in uh, chapter 4, verse 13. It says, now, dear brothers and sisters, we want you to know that what will happen to believers who have died so that you will not grieve like people who have no hope. See, when we become, uh, come into a relationship with Jesus Christ, we have an eternal hope. We have a hope beyond this earth that we live in now. But without him, there is no hope. And so we, our hope is in God. And there's an urgency that we need to, we need to get this message out and let people know that they can have this relationship with Jesus, that they can know him personally. Listen, one of the things that I discovered years ago without Christ is that we self-destruct without God. We are destroying ourselves by engaging in a sinful life without Jesus Christ. And man, as I was reflecting back, and this morning doesn't uh, allow for me to tell a bunch of stories, but... I look back and I'm thinking how many times I should have been eliminated across uh, off of this earth. I, was rem I remember one time where I, I was a bad alcoholic for years and I, just a quick story just came to my mind just now. I remember one time I'd come from a party, I was out in the, out in the country and, and uh, we were out in the country road and, and I had been drinking a lot. I mean like a, a lot, like, like, like let me tell you, like a lot. 
Okay, I'm not talking about a little bit. I'm talking about I was slamming down a lot of hard alcohol. The drinks were free. That's, that's why I was drinking a lot. I was getting as much drink as I could get free. You understand what I'm saying? And so, and I was driving on the way back. And I, you know, I could hold my, my liquor pretty well, but, but nonetheless, I was still intoxicated. And so I was, I was flying in my car about 120 down this country road. And then I, before I knew it and wasn't aware, I mean, it, it was up on me. Before I knew it, the highway had come up and I, I, I went to put on my brakes. And before I knew it, I had gone across the highway to the, all the way to the other side. It was, it was by, I was going to say by God's goodness that I didn't, that another car wasn't coming and slammed into me and killed me. I mean, that's just one of many occasions. I was on a path of self-destruction. And without God, that's where we are. Sin will destroy us. The Bible says the wages of sin. When you go to work, you get a wage for working. The wages of sin is death. It brings destruction in our life. Jesus came to pay that price because we couldn't pay it. All of us, the Bible says, have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And scripture says when we, when we blow it on one area, we're guilty of them all. And so uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 3 and f- through 4 says this, For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I have also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Under the influence of sin, under the influence of selfishness, every one of us do a bunch of pieces of stupid in our life. And it causes lots of destruction in our life. And even as we uh, receive Christ into our life and become a Christian, we still need to make sure that we are living a life according to the word of God because sin still will destroy. And so we need Jesus Christ. This is the message that we need to get out. That's the light that we need to bring to this dark world. How many of you understand what I'm talking about? So tis the season because we are hopelessly lost without God. Secondly, tis the season because we are, because life is short. Life is extremely short. A matter of fact, James chapter 4 verse 13 through 15 says, Come now, you who say today or tomorrow... We, do, we will go to such and such a city and spend a year there and buy and sell and make a profit. In other words, listen, you, you're making all these plans. You're wanting to profit. God's not opposed to profit. But he says this, whereas, it goes on to say, uh, whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? Oh, yeah. That's what it is. It's a yeah, 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 yeah. So what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a moment, just for a little time, and then it vanishes away. The Bible says this, instead, you and I ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will do this or we will do that. Why? Because life is so short. Life is but a speck in eternity. It is but a bleep in, 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 this, in, in, in comparison to eternity. Your life, my life, will end. I mean, if we live to be 120 years, it's still like a vapor. It's here and then it's gone. 
If I had if I had a little spray bottle and I sprayed it, and you would just see that vapor just disappear, that's your life here on this earth. It's short. And for some, it may be shorter than others. And thank God, by the mercy of God, that we're here today. Uh, a few months ago, I, I was in two accidents within 10 days. Neither one of them my fault. The first accident, let me show you. That's what my vehicle looked like. That was not my head that hit that. That was somebody else's head. Somebody on a bike. Uh, and, and so that was an accident. Second accident, it was out front here, and it was in a, another vehicle. And uh, I know some of you have been so gracious uh, to offer your vehicles for us to, uh, for me to borrow. And bless your heart, I was like, are you sure you want me to borrow it? <laughs> uh, but I was hit going about, uh, a vehicle hit me going about 55 miles per hour on the loop. Spun me 180 degree around. Fortunately, that it hit me at the butt end, the tail end, and it didn't hit me right on the side, right uh, T-bone me, right where I was, you know, where I was at in, in, the, in the driver's seat. Uh, and why I say that and why I point this out is that, you know what, had my life gone and had it ended back right then, uh, and if I live out to be 120 years, it's still a vapor, it's still short, it's still but a speck in eternity. That's why it's so important that we get this message out. That's why we can't be selfish with our life, that we need to take this light, the light of Jesus Christ, and take this light out into the world. Are you with me? Tis the season. Tis the season for urgency. Thirdly, let me tell you why is because life can be radically different. This is a, an amazing message that I want to get across. Some of you are living a life that you hate. Some of you are living a life that maybe you don't hate it, but you are, you're, 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 just, so, uh, you're, you're just so caught up in it that you don't even realize uh, that there's better for you. With Jesus Christ, there's always better. Uh, Mark chapter 6, verse 13, uh, 12 through 13 out of the Message Bible, it says this, I love this, and I just quoted part, part of it. It says, then they were on the road and they preached with joyful urgency that life can be radically different. My life was powerfully and radically changed when I came to know Jesus Christ. I went from one day to the next being radically changed. I went from one day being hard-hearted, being a person that didn't know God, that had, had no knowledge of God. I didn't have any background, uh, uh, spiritual background to speak of. Uh, the, 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 the religion that I had uh, about God, it was attached to a cuss word. You know what I'm saying? And, and so it, it, I didn't have any background uh, that at all. And, uh, and there was a guy that befriended me, and he had been working on me and praying for me uh, for months. And he kept inviting me to church, a church like ours, and I kept telling him, no, 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 and, and that I just kept telling him no every time he asked. And I didn't want, I didn't, I, you know, I just, I, didn't, I just didn't, I was caught up in my life. 
I was an alcoholic. I drank. It's like we think we need to, when we go to God, we think we need to be clean. And we don't realize that we go to God to get clean. That we come to him as we are. And then he began to communicate that message to me. And, and then one day, without getting into a long story, but it was, it was a miraculous day. One day, uh, he had invited me to go to church on a Sunday morning. I said no. Went out to the golf course, as I did on my Sunday mornings all the time, with a couple of cases of beer, and grabbed my golf cart, went out to uh, golf. And, and I, I just, uh, it, I had a horrible, horrible golf day. The worst ever. Ever, ever before and ever since, the worst golf game. And I was so agitated inside and so, it was just like I couldn't, I couldn't drink enough to try to get rid of that agitation. And I realized now as the Holy Spirit was drawing me. And, uh, and then he, that afternoon, a matter of fact, I, I quit early on the golf course and I went home. That afternoon, he called me and he says, hey, would you come to church with me this evening? And I said, absolutely. And I kept drinking until that evening. And uh, I, I probably had a couple of cases of beer in me by the time I went to church that night. And uh, preached, I don't remember the message uh, at all, but uh, there was a person preaching and, and I responded to the altar call. Uh, as the Holy Spirit drew me, as he's going to draw some of you today. And I responded and I said yes to Jesus that day. And he took this heart of stone out of me and he put a heart of flesh. He put a loving heart in me. He transformed my life. When I went to work the next day, these people saw something different in me. They said, what happened to you? It's like, I didn't say a word. They could just tell something happened. My countenance changed. My life changed. Five days later, I got, uh, I got delivered from alcohol and nicotine. I haven't had a drop in 30 Three years, it's been a lot of years, amen. And my life has been radically changed. And I'm here to tell you that your life can be radically changed. Whether you've been walking with Christ or not been walking with Christ, maybe you've been walking with Christ for a long time and you're, you're stuck in a rut. Listen, just once you, once you get saved, you still need to be delivered of some stuff. And he came to set the captives free. And I believe today, as we give opportunity, we're going to give you opportunity later to, for prayer. If you'll come up and get prayed for, I believe that God's going to set you free. Amen? Amen. And so what I want to do right now is I want to give you opportunity to invite that life, that light, Jesus Christ into your life. So would you bow your heads for just a moment?